Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're going to discuss some of the biggest rising stars in Bollywood by looking at four recent films. First up, Manish Sharma's 2010 rom-com band Baja Bharat with Anushka Sharma and Ranbir Singh. Then, Karen Johar's 2012 hit Student of the Year with Siddharth Malhotra, Varun Dhawan, and Ali Abat. And we're going to follow that up with another Manish Sharma film, Should Desi Romance, this time featuring Sushant Singh Rajput and Paraniti Chopra. And then finally, we're going to take a look at uh, Arjun Kapoor and Sunakshi Sinha in Amit Ravindras Sharma's Tevar. So, welcome back, listeners. Matt, I feel like it's been forever since we recorded. Well, it's, yeah, it's been like two It's months. already October. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, We're halfway through. The leaves have fallen and the grim death of winter is coming soon. And your birthday is tomorrow. My birthday is tomorrow. I'm, who, I'm an old man. Who would you want to do your item number birthday song? Uh, that's an incredibly exciting idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. Probably, uh... Probably, like, Priyanka. Priyanka? Yeah. Oprah? That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, if she's listening. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she is. I'm if sure, she can get here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure between uh, filming for Quantico and, like, two films, uh, she's finding time to make it out to Edmonton tomorrow to celebrate your birthday. For free. Yeah, that's that's your surprise. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Did you see that picture of her... Uh, um, her house coat that she wears around at the Quantico set. No. It says pranks on the back. That I guess that's her nickname. It's pretty good. Well, speaking pranks. of Quantico, you, you haven't watched it at all. No, I haven't watched a moment one of the film. No. but a TV show. Story. Yeah. Uh, so, for those of you that are unaware, Priyanka Chopra, one of the biggest uh, Bollywood actresses, is currently starring in an ABC drama, primetime drama, um, as an FBI agent who is accused of a big terrorist attack and she has to remember kind of her training at the FBI training facility Quantico to figure out who actually is the terrorist because it's someone from her class. Um, her, and I, her graduating class of like when she was at Quantico the school? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's got kind of, you know, some intrigue and some flashbacking. Flashbacks are very Bollywood. Um, although they don't go for, like, extended periods of time and tell, like, completely other stories and other genres, unfortunately. So she's Jack Bowering around in the present while trying to remember things that were pertinent from school? Yeah. Well, she's on the lam. Was Jack Bauer on the, ever on the lam? I'm sure he was denied by his agency at some point. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of television. Um, because the fact I'm... that you say television, yeah. <laughs> because I'm too busy watching, you know, two-plus-hour-long Bollywood films every night. Um, but I caught up with the first three episodes, and it's all right. It's, I mean, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, and it's got a lot of twists and turns that I can't really understand how they're going to sustain this for, like, a 20-plus episode series. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's doing very, very well, and so I'm very happy for Priyanka Chopra and that many people are kind of discovering what a talent she is. It's also, the dialogue in it is not great. The di- very, dialogues? The dialogues, yeah. It's the very, dialogues are poor? It's very, like, exposition-y. Like, they're always explaining. There's a line in the in the second episode where she says to another character, like, why would I shoot the man that we both love? And I'm just like, it's not that good. That seems like a pertinent question. It's not good, though. But mm. that's when she drops it, that she's in love with him. We didn't know if this point. I don't know. Anyways, Quantico, I'm sure some of the listeners have been checking it out, um, and... I'm going to keep with it, um, and so might check in from time to time and let you know how Quantico's doing. But so far, eh, it's all right. Quantico, no go? Uh, you know, 
again, I don't know if this kind of drama is my thing. I guess um, it, this is very much in the vein of what ABC is currently doing with all of their... Um, Oh, what's the name of that woman who did Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and Anatomy of How to Get Away with Murder? Mm-hmm. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Um, it's not a Shonda Rhimes film show, but I guess it's supposed to be similar to what she does, and I'm not used to that pacing, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's 20 episodes. It's a lot of commitment for me when there are so many movies I could be watching. Very true. Um, Do you know what is a kind of drama you can get behind? Comments on iTunes. Yes, and we have a new review. Yeah. Uh, from Coco Newt underscore JF, who I believe is Juliet Franklin. And would you like to do the honors, Matt, of reading our latest review? Sure. Uh, so Coco Newt JF says, educational and delightful. Matt and Aaron approach the topic of Bollywood with fresh eyes and open hearts. Their journey through Bollywood invites you along so that we can all learn, understand, and appreciate more together. All right. Thank you, Juliet. We really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, You're the best, and we hope to see you soon and uh, catch up with some of the big releases coming out around Christmas time. Um, Yeah. So look forward to maybe eventually hearing from Juliet. Yeah, she might have a friendly appearance on the show, I think. If you are as cool as Juliet, which I hope so, Mm -hmm. uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes, and we will read it out on air. We are very appreciative of our iTunes reviews and encourage... Every and all listeners, if you enjoy the show, to let us know what you think and give us some feedback. We also received an answer to our plea for Akshay Kumar recommendations. Yeah, a uh, listener reached out to us through our Potomatic page, and her name was... Simone Clark. Simone Clark. Simone Clark. And she mentioned that Namaste London is an Akshay Kumar film with Katrina Kaif. That would be a good one to watch to see why people like him. So we've added that to our big list of movies, and we'll get to it when we get to it. But it's <laughs> nice to, you know, hear back on what to, what to look for when uh, looking at an Akshay Kumar film. And this isn't an action film. It's more of a romance. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Well, I would, you know, I'm, I'm still up to see what, like, what ass-kicking role is the one that uh, made him famous. So if anyone else out there has a, uh, you know, a favorite Akshay film with... Guns blazing and kicks to the face, or some excellent slaps. Let me know. Or any recommendations ever. We're always open to uh, hearing what Bollywood films you like and that we should watch. Yeah, speaking of that, we've uh, set up a Facebook page for the show where people can interact with us and, you know, let us know if they like the show. And uh, yeah, if you have any recommendations for, uh, topics or movies we should check out, I would encourage you to look at the show notes for this episode where we will have the Facebook uh, link. So give us a like if you like us and uh, yeah, you can now keep in touch with the show in more ways. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the uh, topic of this episode, this is a bit of a follow-up to an episode that we did. Our second episode. Yeah, our second episode where we went through many of the major stars in Bollywood and talked a bit about um, some of their popular films and their persona. And now we're going to look at some of the biggest rising stars in Bollywood who are appearing kind of in all of the big new movies and are poised to be the next big thing. Now I want to put a disclaimer right out there at the front. Um, Between these two episodes... We will not mention every Bollywood star by any means. We're not even going to mention every Bollywood star that we love. Um, you know, people like uh, Kangana Renault, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Shouts to Bomani Rani. Yeah. My favorite. Um, even Farhan Akhtar, who I know we mentioned a lot, but we did not profile in that episode, or Irfan Khan. We talked about him. We talked about Farhan in the Luck by Chance, so. Yeah. And Del Dodakanido. Um, yeah, he's just awesome. Unfortunately, we can't fit everyone in. So I apologize if we, you know, between the two episodes, do not mention your favorite star. It is not necessarily because we don't also like them, but it's because these are the actors and actresses who who are popular and fit in kind of with the conversation that we're trying to have. Yeah, why not uh, head over to our Facebook site and uh, <laughs> on the post for this episode, let us know which star you think was unfairly overlooked. Okay. Look forward to, uh, to the challenge. Yeah. So, our first film is <laughs> Banba Jabarat, which is, uh, it, it translated into English, is Bands, Horns, and Revelry. Came out I in 2010. I the international title, though, was something like The Wedding Planners. The Wedding Planners? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Came out in 2010, directed by Benish Sharma, and stars Anushka Sharma and Ranveer Singh. Any, any relation between Anushka and the director? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay. Um, yeah, always keep in mind... In the Bollywood film industry, just because people have the same last name doesn't mean that they're related, although sometimes they are, so... Yeah, a lot of name repeats, so it's always good to check. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this uh, movie is about dueling wedding planners, <laughs> and it's delightful, really. Yeah, so if you described to me just the plot of this film, but didn't say that it was a Bollywood movie, and I thought it was a Hollywood movie, I would roll my eyes and, you know, completely dismiss it. But because it's a Bollywood movie... <laughs> Um, I think it's the greatest plot ever, and this is, I think, one of the most enjoyable rom-coms that I have seen in years. I love this movie. Yeah, Anushka plays a young woman just coming out of school who wants to start a wedding planning company. Uh, Ranveer Singh plays kind of a, you know, aimless, uh, almost a drifter guy who is also... I think he's at school with her. He, yeah, he, meets, he meets her at school anyway. Yeah. And he, uh, he kind of crashes one of the... Uh, wedding she's planned for a family member and just starts eating all the free food (laughs) and she realizes that he's kind of a party catalyst type who she could kind of use to make uh the wedding she plans more exciting so they they team up and they they start a very popular wedding prep um planning practice until uh you know they they end up together and then Things go horribly wrong. Yeah, it's it's a pretty classic rom-com structure where, you know, a, a couple are put in a position where they can't fall in love, but of course inevitably they do, and then they become, like, one another's enemy. Um, and then the film has to, you know, kind of get them back together. And I don't think that's ruining anything, but... No, that's, what... that's just up to the interval, really. Like, there's... Yeah. There's a lot more plot that happens after that. And what's really kind of delightful about this film is... Anushka Sharma and Ranveer Singh. Like, mm-hmm. independently, they have so much vitality, so much life, and just kind of these 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 personas, these screen presence that just really invite you in and you have a good time. And then together, their chemistry is phenomenal. Yeah, and Ranveer was uh, in the movie you mentioned as a good entry to Bollywood in general. He was also in yours. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was. He was. He's both in Gunde and Dilda Dakine Do, where he plays. I would say, well, in Dilda Dakine Do, he's a similar guy to Ban Bajabaran, but in uh, Gunde, he's a completely different, like muscular he-man type guy. But in this one, he's just kind of. He's not emerging with that persona fully formed. He's 
just kind of like an average likable guy. Yeah, this was his uh, first film role, and he won the Best Male debut at the Film Fair Awards for it, and it was a relatively surprising box office success. So, for the most part, big films in the Bollywood film industry feature a lot of big brand-name stars, and usually when they launch a new actor or actress, it's alongside someone who is already established. Like Anushka Sharma showing up in... uh her first film was Shere Khan. Yes, Rab Nibana Di Jodi. Yeah. Um, in 2008. So Anusha was um, somewhat established. She had done uh, a couple films, only two. Um, Ban Baja Barat was her third film. Uh, so still not a big box office drop, but this film you know, was relatively successful and I think has gone on to be a much beloved film of kind of contemporary Bollywood fans. It's you know, one of those must-sees, I would say. I can see almost every song from this being played at every wedding from now on. Yeah, so what is it about this film that you find so infectious? Especially for a guy, you know, who doesn't, would never go out of his way to watch a movie about competing wedding planners. Yeah, if this was a Hollywood film and it wasn't like... Maybe a spoof movie, like a Will Ferrell movie about wedding planners, I'd maybe go see. But this one, I think that the performances, the the actors are very, very engaging and you like them right away. And the song and dance numbers are fantastic. They're in constant rotation here at uh, Biffle headquarters. <laughs> we we like them a lot. And it's Which really... Which one's your favorite? Is it Dum Dum? Uh, well, Dum Dum is the triumphant, uh, like large-scale, super-rich-people wedding song that they perform. And I do like that one a lot. It's it's just got a great spectacle to it. But I also like the first one they do, which I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Great song. Um, and it's kind of at a more... It's diegetic. It is diegetic. It, it's at a... It's at a well, more... so is Dum Dum, but this is more... It has more of that kind of Dilda Dak and I Do feel of uh, this just spontaneously happening. Well, that that's, that's the scene when Ranveer kind of shows that he can really get people excited. So it's a it's a small Punjabi wedding that they don't have a big budget for. And his infectious, uh, you know, dancing gets everyone really excited for this party. And we as the audience also get really excited for the party. I think both characters here are really relatable as well. Like, Ranveer Singh and Anushka Sharma both kind of play really down-to-earth type characters who, you know... They have, you know, kind of dreams, things that they want to fulfill in life, but they're also just kind of feeling out, you know, kind of this new adulthood and this new independence they have. And I think, you know, the coming of age genre is very popular in Hindi cinema. Um, And I think that's because it kind of puts us back in that place of those feelings. And for us, you know, only in our late 20s, I think it wasn't that long ago that we remember kind of having to figure things out again and falling in love with someone who, you know, you didn't think at the time was going to be the right person and you really had to kind of put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Whoa, whoa. Spoiler alert here. What? Just for us. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. Yes. if I guess we have never mentioned that on the show. We are actually in a relationship. That's why the show is called what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, people out there anyway, who don't now, know us don't know. Now the secret's out. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, Ban Baja Barat just uh, makes my heart a flutter and pump, and I, I can't help but profess my uh, my admiration for you, Matt. You see those two in the movie, and it does feel 
almost like a classic screen pairing. Yeah, which they a went, Jody, as yeah. they call in uh, in Hindi cinema. And then they go they go on to do another one called Ladies versus Ricky Ball, where they're mm-hmm. playing much less down to earth characters and. Like, I liked it, but it's... It's another Manish Sharma film, too. Yeah, I don't he know if I... He loves Ranveer Singh. I don't know if I would go Sharma. with that one. Like, it's it's perhaps a little bit more advanced, let's say. Like, it's not quite as immediately enjoyable. Yeah, but I, I mean, I will say... And we're talking about another Manish Sharma in this episode. Um, his kind of sense of vitality and um, youthfulness, coupled with, I think, just some jaw-droppingly gorgeous cinematography. Like, his films are really colorful and really vibrant, I find kind of his point of view very infectious. And I think mm-hmm. he also really brings the best out of um, young actors, mm-hmm. um, especially the women. Um, so just kind of uh, some quick points here about Anushka uh, Sharma. Uh, as I said, her first film was opposite Shah Rukh Khan. It was Ran, sorry, Rab Ne Banadi Jodi. Um, and it was a huge Yash Raj romance uh, made by Adita Chopra. Uh, he hasn't made a film since, although it's been announced that he's going to make another one. Um, and was a, was a major success, but, you know, that can largely be attributed to Sharuk. She has gone on, though, to really establish herself in the Hindi cinema scene um, with other films like Ladies vs. Ricky Bell, Jab Tak Hai John, which, again, um, which Yash Chopra directed. It was and it's another Sharuk Khan joint. Yeah, with Katrina Cave, and that was the last film that uh, he directed. P.K., uh, NH10, which she also produced, Bombay Velvet and Dil Dadakane Do. She was nominated for Best Actress at the Film for Awards for Band Baja Bharat, um, but she didn't win. She did, however, win Best Supporting Actress in 2013 for Jab Tak Hai Jan, uh, which she's the best part of that movie. She's also great in Bombay Velvet, where she plays, it's kind of a noir gangster influence film, and she plays kind of the gangster's mall, and she does a great job at that. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of range. And she does have a lot of range, um, and I, I, I will essentially see an Anuksha Sharma film at this point, sight unseen, because I just I find her so relatable and so interesting. Yeah. Um, I think she's really, you know, she started out doing these uh, these romantic comedies, mm-hmm. and has since really branched out. Bombay Velvet is this um, Hollywood inspired crime saga. It's very much reminiscent of kind of 1930s gangster flicks as well as James Elroy's L.A. Quartet, uh, directed by Anirak Kashyap. And I think, you know, a very, it, it was a commercial flop, unfortunately, but I think a very kind of bold and different role for her. It does kind of feel like a cinephiles movie. Like, I could see it not being a huge crowd pleaser because I feel like it you might have to have a little bit of knowledge of uh, 30s gangster picks to really get it. But uh, it also features Karen Johar, who we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah. Uh, but that's not to say that you would kick Ranveer Singh out of bed for eating crackers, though. Uh, I do want to say, though, that uh, NH10 is also a very interesting film. The one that she produced, it's um, kind of a, a, a action flick uh, or a survival flick featuring a, uh, a woman. Uh, more of kind of like a, a Kill Bill type of scenario, although not as high concept. Uh, very interesting. And again, you know, she's creating that kind of role for herself. Yeah, but come on here. Here's the guy you want to Sorry, talk about. Ranveer, Ranveer Singh. Singh. Uh, He's your favorite, Yeah, right? hands down. Ranveer Singh is my favorite actor, like, currently working anywhere. 
Um, and yes, it probably has something to do with his six pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I think he works out. Oh, I know he works out. He he's friends with like a, an uncle at his gym. Like he's got like a like fitness friend. Yeah, just like this old uncle at his gym. Like Ranvier's uh, a guy. There's a BuzzFeed article yeah. on it. Ranvier's definitely a guy who's not afraid of the public image, and he really like kind of courts the media. Like he definitely takes a lot of selfies of himself doing weird things just to. Basically amuse himself. He is a character, and I find sometimes the the Bollywood media doesn't seem to quite know what to do with him. Uh, but I think he is like one hundred percent fabulous. I absolutely adore him. Well, wasn't uh, he discovered working at a Starbucks in America? Uh, well, he wasn't discovered there, but he did work at a, in a Starbucks in the U.S. Yes. Yeah, um, that's a really then, interesting story that he. Became a gigantic, you know, Bollywood mm-hmm. superstar after that. Well, he he went back to India, and he has some connections to the uh, to the Hindi film industry. He is um, Sonam Kapoor's cousin. Sonam Kapoor is the daughter of Anil Kapoor, who is a very big star, and he is her maternal cousin. So he is the uh, nephew of Anil Kapoor's wife. Oh, that's interesting. So he because Anil Kapoor is the patriarch in Dil Dadakane Dil. Yes. So they do have a family relationship. Yeah. So he, he does know some people in the industry, um, and he came back to India, and he, w- he was studying in the States acting. And he went back to India and kind of, like, you know, hit the pavement and applied some of his connections. And from what I understand, they auditioned a lot of people for the role for Ben Baja Bharat, and he got it. Um, I was watching Coffee with Karan, as I tend to do sometimes, and Ranveer Kapoor said that was the role he regretted turning down. Um, and it's really kind of turned Ranveer into a star. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ranveer Singh is probably with Ranveer Kapoor's ex-girlfriend, Topeka Padukone. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is very secretive in Bollywood about their relationships, but I think it's pretty obvious that Ranveer Singh and Topeka Padukone are dating. He also uh, has amazing fashion sense. I, I think you'll link to a few of these in the... I he, he, link to these all the time in our yeah. Tumblr, too. He's currently on the cover of Vogue India with Topeka Padukone, and he looks amazing. Yeah, we're really looking forward to his film coming out uh, in December of this year. Yeah, so some of his other films, which I think we've mentioned um, on the podcast already, include Ladies vs. Ricky Ball, Lutera, which is a gorgeous film. Uh, Ramlila. Ramlila. Which has a really long name that we're not saying. Yeah. But Ramlila, which... Is where we get the low, uh, the picture that's on our uh, mm-hmm. podcast track image there. Uh, Gunde and Dilda Dakanaito, and we're really looking forward to Bajra Mastani. He, I, he's the complete package. You know, he can do comedy, he can do drama. Um, he's gorgeous to look at, and I think one of the most charismatic people I've seen on screen in a long time. Really funny too. Really funny. Moving on, though. Uh, Talking about uh, Coffee with Karan. Talking about Coffee with Karan, we have a film directed by Karan Johar. Karan, yeah. Who, Karan Johar, who is the villain in Bombay Velvet, which featured Anusha Sharma. It's all a web, people. Everything connects. <laughs> anyway, he is a fabulous uh, director in, in uh, Bollywood who, on the side, hosts a kind <laughs> of celebrity chat show. Yes, Coffee with Karan. Uh, Karan Johar, he's... He's a director, he's a producer, he's also done some uh, costume design and other things behind the scenes, and he's an actor and is a force to be reckoned with. His company, Dharma Productions, uh, is very powerful and very commercially successful. And Student of the Year, which stars Siddharth Maholdra, Varun Dhawan, 
Aliabot and Rishi Kapoor, uh, was a surprise box office smash. In 2012, and it was, when it came out. In right? 2012. Yeah. And it was a surprise smash because, for the most part, films need to, are built on star casts. And Siddharth Malhotra, Varun Dhawan, and Ali Abad were all newcomers in this film. This was all their first film. He debuted an entirely new lineup of future stars and was successful with this. And this has really kind of changed um, the current state of Bollywood. These three individuals became overnight sensations, and it was proven that you didn't necessarily need big stars in order to make a successful film. Yeah. That being said, Karan Johar is such an institution mm-hmm. that I feel like anything he touched would turn to gold, except Bombay Velvet. Yeah, he uh, he made Kabikushi Kabigam, which every... And my name is Khan. Yeah, which every Indian person that we know in our personal lives is kind of like, that's the movie you watched in the 90s. You watched it like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. It is long and very melodramatic. But yeah. why don't why do you explain the plot of Student of the Year? Well, it's also perhaps a little bit melodramatic. <laughs> it's a, it takes place in a, at an elite prep school where Siddharth Malhotra, Varun Dawan, and Ali Abad are uh, students. And at this school, uh, Siddharth and Varun kind of start off with a rivalry toward each other. Varun's been there before and he's like the cool guy on campus where Siddharth's the new guy. And they have a kind of a sports rivalry. They both play football. Um, but then they become friends. Ali Abad is dating Varun, and he's a bit of a playboy, so he's got girls on the side. So there's a love triangle between the three of them. The, Sorry, uh, who is Ali Abad in this film? Ali Abad plays Shania. 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 Um, uh, the, the delight that I get from... Shania. <laughs> Her portrayal, her character in this film is never-ending. Yeah. So the inciting incident of the movie is actually that the he's the dean of the school, right? The dean yeah. of the school gets sick probably five or six years. Playing a, an outwardly gay character. Yeah, that's Rishi um, Kapoor, who, if I remember right, is top build in the movie, too. Yeah, well, because he, he would have been the big star. He was the only, like, established star. So in the future... Like five or six years after the events of most of the movie, he's sick and all of his students have come to the hospital to uh, meet him. And along the way, they're uh, telling stories about what happened to them. So the student of the year competition takes place every year at this school. And in order to win it, you have to win a dance competition or at least survive a dance competition. Do a, a First, it's intellect. First, yeah. you have to like pass some tests. Yeah. Then it's revealed, like, the people who, who made it past that phase, I guess it's like 10 people or so, then they're in a dance competition. hmm Then there's a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and then there's a triathlon. Oh, I think this, no, I think the scavenger hunt is before the dance competition. Point is, it's a crazy set of tasks. Yeah, and uh, one of the uh, characters who's named Pseudo, that's his uh, kind of nickname at the school, he actually gets really mad at the dean because... Uh, he's not an athletic guy, so participating in a triathlon is not his thing. He's not a great dancer, and he couldn't even get a date to the dance thing. And he's completely apoplectic about the fact that this uh, esteemed honor that should perhaps just be based on intellect alone is uh, kind of uh, you know excluding certain members of the uh, student body. So, Would you have given Pseudo student of the year? I mean, he's he's a decent guy. He yeah, is, but he doesn't he have the kind fashion of our, sense of Shania. Yeah, he's not Shania. <laughs> but he is kind of the viewpoint character, at least for the beginning of the film. Um, it's it's a it's a good movie. It's uh, one of the many 
sort of uh, coming of age, young people at school, just leaving school. A lot of those movies we've watched uh, getting ready for this podcast. And uh, I think, again, this one has really, really good musical numbers, including a cover version, I guess you'd say, of uh, Disco Divani. Oh, that's such a good song. Um, Yeah, Karen Johar really understands kind of spectacle. He understands spectacle, and he understands uh, mixing the entertainment and the melodrama. He he knows why people want to go to the movies, and he wants to deliver that. And so kind of, I, I do think of the films that we've seen, he tends to be a, a little surface. He doesn't always dig deeper, although that being said, we haven't seen My Name is Khan yet. Um, but they're really, like enjoyable and really entertaining and sure all these characters are rather stereotypes so you know Siddharth Maholdra is the new guy at school who's there on a scholarship who isn't as well off and kind of has to prove himself Varun Dawan is you know the big man on campus he's basically Reggie from the Archie comics yeah and his girlfriend Shania played by Aaliyah Bod is you know the queen bee and the Veronica all, let's say all the girls are either you know trying to steal or run from her uh, with the like in like the um, sanction of their parents <laughs> yeah he's definitely a good get yeah, um, or they're best friends with her because that will improve their social standings. Although I think her and her best friend have a genuine relationship. Um, and these three, for the most part, I find really um, impactful and really delightful on screen. And I say for the most part because, you know what, I think Siddharth Maholdra and Varunda Wan don't hold a candle to Ali Abad. She's definitely... The standout actress, as far as we've seen in other films. I mean, you've seen a couple more with Malhotra and uh, Devon, but Elliot Bott definitely has a really, really good range. Yeah. We watched another movie with her called Highway. Which was her second film. Well, okay, I guess technically her third. So her first film was Student of the Year, but she had a brief role as a child in uh, Sang Harsh. Uh, she's the daughter of the filmmaker and producer Mahesh Bott. So she's from a filmy family and kind of earlier had a very small role in something. This is kind of her first feature role. And Highway is really only her second film. And she won the Filmfare Critics Award for Best Actress, and deservedly so. Yeah. Um, I think with her, she's kind of got like a posh image. You should explain Highway really quickly, though. Sure. In Highway, she's a, a rich young woman who is abducted by thieves who... They're robbing a gas station, and they take her car as a getaway vehicle. But uh, she does have kind of a connection with the leader of the gang. Played by Randy Puda. Yeah, who is who, who kind of goes on the lamb with her. And we find out that her life of being a rich girl is actually pretty terrible. and So much so that being on the lamb with a hoodlum who stole her car is actually preferable. Mm-hmm. And there's really, really great uh, landscape photography and... Just uh, like a quiet uh, story that really, really works for both of them. Yeah, there's a depth to her performance in Highway that I don't necessarily think you see in Student of the Year. That being said, I still think she's clearly the big attraction in Student of the Year for me. Her, Her character is kind of, you know, this classic mean girl, queen bee type who really reveals to have kind of, you know... A lot more going on beneath the sur- surface. There's a lot more depth, and she kind of 
you know, is put upon to be this perfect daughter and this perfect kind of student and everything. And she's not necessarily, you know, embodies that character. And another quick note about uh, Student of the Year, Farrah Khan was on hand for the dance choreography and, and she even appears during the song the the disco song which yeah. is their cover of disco divani she she has a cameo so farrah khan who uh directed luck by chance which we talked about earlier and dilda dakinado which we talked about on our first episode mm-hmm. so just it seems like student of the year apart from not <laughs> having explaining a, the web more yeah uh, student of the year not while not having a big star behind it apart from rishi kapoor it yeah, was Rishi just Kapoor kind of it was kind of a like just class act all around like they really yeah. tried as hard as they could to make a good movie and it, it was very successful. Rishi Kapoor is not necessarily a huge box office draw at this point, and the way in which these three young actors became overnight sensations is kind of insane, um, and I think very much built on the reputation and the success that Karen Johar has that he was able to pluck these three people not completely out of obscurity. Um, but make them into stars. So some of Ali Abad's other films include uh, Two States and Humpty Sharma Kitahania and the upcoming Shandar, which I cannot wait to see. Shandar looks great. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Two States in 20 minutes or so. Yeah, in our second segment. Um, but going back to the boys for a second, uh, Siddharth Maholtra. Siddharth s- looks great without a shirt on. Again, shirtless guys, a kind of a recurring theme in... Uh, uh, our podcast and in Bollywood in general, I'd say uh, one of many scenes with him being on the swim team, uh, <laughs> showering. Just I could see why what Karen likes about him. Like I said, he, you know, Karen Johar knows why people go to the movies, and he he delivers. Um, so Siddharth Maholtra, he had previously assisted Karen Johar as an assistant director on My Name Is Khan, as had Varun Dhawan. They were assistant directors? They were assistant directors on My Name Is Khan wow, with Karen Johar, and then he cast them in their next film and made them into huge stars. That's a really interesting <laughs> career path. It is. Well, there's a bit of that going around of people kind of assisting on sets before they get a break acting. That's one of the things I love about Bollywood is that a lot of the stars have... Talents on the production end as well. Thinking about uh, Farrah Khan mm-hmm. or uh, uh, Farrah Akhtar, just people who. Sonakashi Sina, who we will be talking about in our next segment, uh, did costume work. Yeah, they they have uh, talents on top of being gorgeous actors, and I think that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, with the exception of Student of the Year, Siddharth Maholder hasn't made a huge impact. Uh, to me. Some of his other films include Hasi Tofasi, which um, also features Paranetti Chopra, who we're talking about. Uh, Ek Villain, which is a remake of um, oh, the South Korean film I Saw the Devil. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy strange remake of I Saw the Devil. Uh, and overall, to me, it, it wanted to recapture some of that Gajini magic, and I don't think it does. Um, and Brothers, Blood Against Blood, which is a remake of uh, Warrior with Tom Hardy, also starring Akshay Kumar, uh, which unfortunately I haven't seen. So he... Yeah, two brothers forced to fight each other in MMA matches. Yeah, so unfortunately Siddharth Maholdra hasn't made a huge impact to me. But he's, he's, a, he's a star. His he's, movies do well, He's right? rising, yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think um, he's got some stuff lined up that might uh, prove to be noteworthy. Varun Dewan, on the other hand... Um, has uh, has kind of impressed me. Um, so he's the son of uh, director David Dewan, who he then starred in uh, Main Terra Hero, which 
David Dewan directed and mm-hmm. Varun Dewan was in. Um, and Humpty Sharma Kizahania, which again paired him up with Ali Abad, and which is another like really charming and really successful rom-com that if you you know find that you enjoy that mode of Bollywood filmmaking, I highly recommend. And ABCD2... Um, which is which stands for anybody can dance. Right? Anybody can dance too. Which I it's kind of their step up series. Love. It is their step up series, and uh, ABCD two was produced by Disney of all people, um, and uh, he looks great in it. And it's like supposedly adapted from like the true story of this one dance trip, but I I don't know if like hip hop is the best mode of dancing for Bollywood. Mm, yeah. You know, it's, that's not why I, I come. And um, the kind of critically praised Bad Lepore. Um, so, Student of the Year is a... I think we would recommend it as kind of a really interesting film, especially to see these three young actors, right? There, yeah, it's a... Uh... It's another good film if you're not familiar with a lot of the star persona. Although I will say there is a scene where it is predicated on your knowledge of Amitabh Bachchan films. And not only that, it even cuts a scene from one of his movies into the movie as they're trying to solve a riddle. Which, kind of a weird thing that happens, but it's still cool. Kajal also has a great uh, friendly, and it was when I recognized Kajal in this friendly that I knew that I you know, was finally starting to get Bollywood. Yeah, this is Like, I was finally, like, I could recognize Kajal in this friendly, I have made it. Yeah, between this (laughs) and... All this watching has paid off. Between this and Bamba Jabarat, they are both, like, kind of candy-colored, super fun rom-coms that probably anyone could enjoy, I would say. So, time for interval. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will be playing a song from Student of the Year. We'll be playing a Kukad. Which is um, the song that introduces Siddharth Malhotra as the new kid on campus. So mm-hmm. seemed a little thematically relevant to me. It's a song about how he's a cool new guy that everyone's going to love. And uh, it's, He's basically Tiny Rick. <laughs> okay, sure. And the, the dance sequence for this is really quite incredible because like everyone on this campus, which is like St. Teresa's, uh, gets into this dance about how this new guy is there. It's very similar to a scene in Kabikushi Kabigam when Rithik Roshan shows up at school. Mm-hmm. Um, although this entire film is set within that school universe and they abandon the school universe pretty quickly in Kabikushi Kabigam until they have to return for the strangest prom scene I've ever seen. Yeah, it's probably within the same cinematic universe too. Maybe. Like, like the Karen Johar cinematic universe. So please enjoy and we'll be back. After the song. That was the song Kukad from Student of the Year. So we're going to be moving on to another movie featuring some young Bollywood talent. And it's called Should Desi Romance. Now, this is my favorite rom-com, Matt, of like the past at least 15 years, if not ever. The, The translated version of the title is A Random Indian Romance. And I will say it is very different from a lot of the, uh, rom-coms... 
specifically about marriage that we've watched, where it is, it does have a modern feel to it. It stars Sushant Singh Rajput and Paraniti Chopra as our romantic duo. There's also Vanny Kapoor, who plays uh, kind of uh, the third part of a love triangle, and uh, Rishi Kapoor again. As, and uh, is there the- any relation between those two? Not that I'm aware of. No. But Rishi Kapoor in a similar role to his role as the dean in uh, Student of the Year. Yeah, he's uh, he's a wedding planner mm-hmm. uh, who brings together Sashant and Perinetti Chopra. Um, oh, God. Perinetti Chopra has, I think, my dream job in this movie, Matt. She is hired to attend weddings and speak English to impress you know, your in-law's family. Yeah, I mean, I think you could do it. You, you could dress up nice and uh, speak English, but I feel like speaking Hindi would be, probably be your downfall. Well, I mean, no one said that I, they just had to hire me to attend Indian weddings. Hmm. Uh, you can hire just, me to you, attend any wedding. You want to attend uh, just Canadian weddings? As hi, I, I, I speak English. I love attending weddings. Yeah. Listeners, if you're out there, invite me to your wedding. I'm so much fun. Yeah, invite Aaron to your wedding. I, I'm, I'm a little... <laughs> I'm a little less uh, great so at So much fun. I'll dance the night away and, you know, make drunk toast. Yeah, you, you definitely want me there. Um, <laughs> Party catalyst right here. So, uh, Sashant Singh Rashput is, uh, he's having an arranged marriage um, to Vani Kapoor. Um, and Perinetti Chopra is hired to be a part of kind of his uh, groom party. Yeah. And on the way to... The wedding. On a long bus trip where they sit together. He strikes up a conversation with Perinetti Chopra, which ends in them kissing. And then he leaves Vani Kapoor at the altar quite embarrassingly. Yeah, I guess I guess one thing that this movie has that is different from a lot of the movies about uh, marriage is that both of them are essentially orphans. Mm-hmm. There's no family dynamic that's driving them towards love affairs and marriage and whatnot, apart from Rishi Kapoor, who's essentially both of their dads. Yeah. Well, Vanny Kapoor's character has... Like, she was taken in by some distant relatives, and they feel responsible for her. And Perinetti Chopra mentions, like, her dad back home. But for the most part, we don't see uh, these characters connected to huge family units like you do in other films. Um, anyway, Sashant ends up... Uh, you know, tracking Perinetti down, and they fell in love and quickly start a live-in relationship, and then... Again, a little bit out of the ordinary. Decide to get married, because that's what you do. I mean, the only reason he was getting married in the first place at the beginning was because he thought that what you do, that's the next step in your life. So, they decide to get married, and Perinetti Chopra leaves him at the altar. Um, There's probably, what, at least five or six runaway bride-slash-groom scenarios <laughs> in this movie? For a film is so much about um, weddings and the decision to get married. I, as a you know perpetually unmarried woman, you know in a common law relationship that is you know rather intent on maintaining common law, find this movie incredibly relatable because it really is about the choice that you make in life to you know, want to be with someone without making those traditional commitments. It's very modern in that sense. And there's scenes where the characters are speaking directly at the screen and kind of talking about their relationship and what love means to them and how they react. And it's also very honest. You know, these people have premarital sex and, you know, it's it's kind of much 
much more contemporary than I think we usually see. We're not being sold the same message about the importance of marriage. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of don't love the talking directly to the camera. I found this movie a little bit long. Aww. And I think that was maybe the problem. But there is a kind of a You fun, break my heart, Matt. This is my favorite rom-com ever. There is kind of a fun um, variation on this once Vanny Kapoor comes back in the picture and then she starts talking too. Uh, but on the whole, if you're going to go for a wedding-based romantic comedy, I would go Band by Jabarat over this. But between the two of them, you do get a good view as to what modern Indian marriage, the entire architecture around it is. Yeah, I think Band... Both Band Baja Bharat and, to a greater extent, Shad Desi Romans kind of deconstruct this um, industry around getting married. And I wouldn't say that it's, uh, that either film is completely negative towards it, though Shad Desi Romance um, has a bit more depth. Uh, then Van Bajrabarat, because in Van Bajrabarat it's really kind of just their jobs and they're really happy about they, what, what they do. Whereas in Shed Desi Romance, I think you're more aware of how this industry and this kind of, you know, push towards tradition is in some way pushing young people, you know, pushing the early 20-somethings into making decisions that they're not necessarily ready for, that they're not prepared for, and that they might not want. Mm -hmm. But they do so because it's um, a part of the culture that they live in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I admit, you know, sometimes I feel that pressure. And so this rom-com that I thought was so kind of light on its feet and refreshingly honest about how... Not everyone wants to succumb to that pressure. Some people want to just kind of live together and be together. And that's what's important for them. And just because you've reached a certain stage of love and romance doesn't mean that your next step is to get married. Mm -hmm. There's no plan. And I, I feel like I've seen very few films that take this approach. Like, I find this film far more progressive than even Hollywood Mm -hmm. rom-coms. It's very progressive for kind of the Indian context, but, you know, I just think it's out-and-out progressive. Um, But we should talk about uh, our our main actors here, so... Yeah, Rajput, you know, I I really liked him in another movie. I liked him, too! I liked him in another movie, which we watched a few months ago, called Detective Byamkesh Bakshi, which was super fun. So Byamkesh Bakshi is kind of... The Indian equivalent to Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. He's uh, written by a Bengali writer who did like. Tw- it's kind of Sherlock Holmes meets Dashiell Hammett. It's, yeah. it's noir. There's like uh, ten or twelve novels about this guy, and it takes place in the 30s, leading up to World War One. Mm-hmm. And no, World War Two. World War Two. Because the sorry. Japanese yeah. play a big part. There's a. There's a. Uh, you know, potential Japanese invasion of Calcutta, which is the city that Byamkesh is uh, trying to protect. And it's a really fun murder mystery slash kind of hard-boiled, pulpy mm-hmm. action film, which I would love to see, like, three more of them. There's a bunch of novels, so why not? And there's apparently been lots of TV shows about this character, and I think uh, Rajput does a great job of being an idiosyncratic detective who, for one, can't stand the sight of blood. 
He's he's very good in it, and I think he's equally good in Sheds as a romance. His character isn't necessarily the most likable. He's not the most likable in either film, um, but I think he you know clearly has um, an actorly presence. You feel um, like there's a rich inner life with his characters. He might be doing in the like uh, the Should Daddy's Romance guy. He's kind of an asshole. You don't really like a lot of the things he but does but like it is understandable y- why he would because he is a young man who yeah, doesn't really know kinda, what he wants he's kind of like a Scott Pilgrim type character he is a Scott Pilgrim yeah you know like yeah he's not like a like that likable because he's a 20 something dude who you know is chasing girls also uh, side note likability in uh, fiction completely overrated and you can get a much more entertaining story out of a yeah. non-likable protagonist which is something a lot of people don't get yeah um, some of his other films include a sidebar over <laughs> uh, uh, Kai Poche which was his first film and uh, PK mm-hmm. uh, which also featured Anushka Sharma he which was, I really got to see apparently yeah we'll, we'll get you to watch that soon it is uh, one of the it is currently the highest grossing Bollywood film of all time so mm-hmm. you should probably see it soon um, but he previously appeared on a popular soap opera and a dance reality show in India. And I noticed something interesting in all the Coffee with Karan that I have watched, and that is um, during the quick fires, which is where uh, Karan Johar puts his celebrities on the spot and makes them answer kind of scandalous questions as quickly as possible, and then the person who, and they compete with another actor. For a basket full of Kind of terrible presence. Like like no, Starbucks gift. It's, it's like it's like Starbucks gift cards, and I don't know. <laughs> they're they're rich, famous stars. And Anyways, well, we'll have to do an episode at some point on Coffee with Karan, um, which is not a film but a television show. But I think kind of important to understanding uh, the personality of some of these actors off screen. Anyways, um, one of the questions that he asks quite frequently is, um, you know who's the best actor out of... And then he will list a lot of up-and-coming actors like Siddharth Maholtra and Varun Dhawan. And then he also asks, who is the most attractive? And then we'll, again, list these actors. And Sashant always ranks, for the most part, as the person that people think is the best actor, which I wouldn't say I uh, disagree with, although he doesn't hold a candle to Ranveer Singh. And he's always ranked last as the person that people think is the most attractive. And I think that's really unfair, because Sashant is... Like, he doesn't necessarily have the physique of the other guys, but he's super cute. I describe him uh, as a kind of uh, Bollywood Ashton Kutcher, because he does kind of have, like, a young Ashton Kutcher type look. Um, but he has none of that personality. He's much more likable. He is made um, up. But he's like, super cute. He's in Detective Beyond Cash Bakshi. He's got a unibrown. He still he's looks got, great. He's got a unibrow on that one and not an un, like a not super flattering haircut, but that's the sort of thing that the character has. It is... I feel like he's the sort of actor who will go the extra mile in trying to just be that character, whereas yeah. a lot of Bollywood stars, it's just like, you know, here I am in this movie, I'm basically the same guy every yeah. time. He is going to be playing a, a famous cricketer in a biopic coming up, and maybe that will finally turn him into the sex symbol that I think Sashant deserves to be. Yeah. Um, Sexy cricket man. <laughs> uh and then turning to uh, the female lead of this film, Perry Nettie Chopra, who is, yes, related to Priyanka Chopra. She is her cousin. Yeah. 
The web. The web continues. Um, so, Perry Nettie Chopra, this was not her first film. Her first film was uh, Ladies vs. Rookie Ball. Where she played Dimple, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she played Dimple. Kind of like a flighty Punjabi girl who falls in love with Rampir Singh. And then Rampir Singh, uh, who plays a con artist, cons her. And even after he's conned her, she doesn't realize. She's still kind of into him, even though he ripped yeah. her off for a bunch of money. And she uh, won the film for award for Best Female Debut for Ladies vs. Ricky Ball. She was also nominated for Best Actress for Shad Dizzy Romance. And some of her other films include uh, Isha Kazad with Arjun Kapoor, which I really want to see, mm-hmm. Hasi Tofasi, and Dawat E. Ishk. Um, Perry Nettie Chopra is absolutely delightful and i would say of the films that i've seen shud desi romance like the the less said about kill dill the better i have not mentioned it in either ranveer singh sections or parinetti chopra and i'm only mentioning it now to say i know it exists but the less said about it the better um but she is absolutely delightful in shud desi romance and i think from what i've seen her best performance to date well how did she come up to you Matt? Um, she definitely, again, like, uh, like Singh, uh, no, sorry, Rajput, like Rajput, she does give the impression that there's a lot more going on underneath this character than what we see, and, you know, you hear some sort of pretty damaging things about that character's history, and it's a a lot of problems that... I don't uh, think this is a huge spoiler, I'm just gonna say it, um, and... This is one of the aspects that I find progressive about this film. She's had an abortion in the past. Like, yeah. she's our lead heroine, and it's admitted. And it's not a huge plot point, so this isn't a huge spoiler. It's mostly to say that her last relationship didn't end the way that she wanted it to. And she's got some baggage from that. And I, I find this film so bold for coming right out and placing that as a plot point. Well, as a, as a character point. It's not even part of the plot. It's not like this is an issue film. And that, to me, like, I, I don't even think I'd see that in a Hollywood rom-com. One of the interesting things about the movie is that she's acquired a reputation in the part of town where she lives. And there's kind of like an asshole guy walking around like, oh, you're dating her, huh? You're the next guy on the list. And, again, kind of showing a bit of uh, the culture of India where it's, mm-hmm. you know, potentially not amazing to be a lady a lot of the time. And I thought that was really interesting about it. Uh, she's got, you know, a great look to her. And yeah, I, well, I like her a lot. Speaking of her looks, I'm a little worried about Perinetti Chopra because she is um, a little bit larger than kind of your standard young Bollywood star. And that is not me saying she is fat because she is by no means fat. Um, she just, you know, she's a little bit rounder. She's a bit, and she's more normal size. She's recently lost a ton of weight. And, you know, has kind of come out saying that she had to do this to survive in this industry. And after Kill Dill wasn't signing a lot of films, she's finally signed another one. Um, But I think it's unfortunate because certainly one of the things that appealed to me when I first saw her on screen was not just kind of her warm personality and, you know, the depth that she brought to the character that she was playing, but also that, you know, she is relatable as kind of... A woman, you know, that she she doesn't look necessarily... I mean, she does look as glamorous as other Bollywood stars, but it made you feel like you could be a part of that glamour, and I think it's unfortunate that the pressure of the industry has meant that she's felt the need to lose weight. She, hmm. That being said, she does look amazing. I don't want to shame anyone for working out and losing weight, because I know that takes a lot of work. Um, that is a big plot point in Ladies vs. Ricky Ball, too. That's where, that's where they meet. 
Mm-hmm. Is that the gym? Is that the gym? Yeah. Um, so you know, certainly I'm proud of her, but I also think that her kind of place in Bollywood is uh, is interesting um, mm-hmm. because this is a struggle that you know an actress like Ali Abad and Anushka Sharma haven't had. Mm-hmm. So our final film, uh, and this film we chose not necessarily because it was the best film or even the best film to show off the talent of the actors that we wanted to talk about, but because it had the two actors that we wanted to talk about in it. That's not to say it's bad. No, it's a terrible it, film. It, it has... It's bad. It could probably stand to be about 45 minutes shorter but I think the dance sequences are cool. I think the cinematography is very cool. It's it's worth seeking out, but I wouldn't use it as your first entry point for either of these two actors. Yeah, every other film uh, that we discuss in this episode, I highly recommend. I think they're really enjoyable. Um, this one, not so much. And this is uh, Tevar, which translates to attitude. Attitude. It's directed by Amit Sharma, stars Arjun Kapoor, Sonakashi Sina, and Manjul Baj. Javi. Um, and it is a South Indian remake. It's what, the fifth time this movie's the been made? The fifth yeah. time this movie has been made. Um, which doesn't mean that, the, you know, necessarily that the film is going to be bad. Um, it's usually just, this was a popular film in this language, we'll do it in yeah. this one, this one, this and one. And this, this happens all the time. And I have seen, you know, Gajini is a South Indian remake. It was a remake of a Tamil film. Um, this happens all the time, and these films can sometimes be awesome or huge flops. And in this case, it was a huge flop, both critically and commercially. But we are talking about it because Arjun Kapoor and Sonakashi Sina are uh, really interesting performers and I think have a huge future in Bollywood. Yeah, so Arjun plays Pintu, who is a young man who I'm guessing is just out of high school. It's unclear as to how old he is, but he... He doesn't seem to have a job, so I'm guessing like he's maybe just still in school. I do appreciate that this film introduced me to a sport I didn't know existed. Yeah, so he plays a pretty cool sport that we'd never heard of called Kabaddi, which is sort I would of, never want to play this. It seems kind of like competitive, like a Red Rover or um, almost like Team Sumo Wrestling, where one person who's the Raider walks through a bunch of defenders. I think there's like six on a side. So he's trying to get through six people and then getting back to his own side or breaking through them to the next, uh, to uh, a line past them. And the the thing that the movie doesn't explain, but we had to look up, was that it, the the kabaddi is, you kind of chant kabaddi, kabaddi, kabaddi under your breath because the ref is trying to pay attention to how long you've held your breath for. Like, you take a deep breath and then you try to attack the other side. And yeah, you can't inhale until you get to the other side. You can only exhale. You, you, Which you, is insane. Yeah. I can't believe there's a sport that the points are predicated on people's breathing capacities. But it, it's cool. Like, it, it is kind of... It seems very, like, a tough masculine sport. Like, oh, I'm going to break yeah. through these guys. And he's apparently great. Anyways, what but happens, Matt? If, you're, if you see the movie and you're wondering why that he's saying kabaddi, kabaddi, kabaddi under his breath while beating the shit out of a bunch of guys, that's why. Because he's just <laughs> in the zone of fighting. Anyway, he's, uh, you know... Young young athlete who gets mixed up with a girl played by Sonakashi, who is her brother is a reporter who has been menaced by a local mobster played by um, Bajpayee, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, who is terrible here, but was great in Gangs of Wasay. I wouldn't say he's terrible, but he is kind of like an amped up version of that character. I guess no one is great here. Even Arjun Kapoor and Sonakashi Sina, who I really like, 
aren't that great. Here. Yeah, let me finish. Okay. So uh, this local gangster has taken a shine to her after killing her brother, by the way, and basically has decided to marry her even if she doesn't want to be interested at all. So Pintu runs into her and just being a generally nice guy thinks He's I should try Superman. and help her. Yeah, he, he likes Superman. He's like Salman Khan and Arnie and Rambo all rolled into one. Yeah. He likes helping people. That's a fun part of the, the opening song is that he just says, yeah, I'm great. I, I like Salman Khan movies and I'm, I'm just here to help people. And he decides to just spirit her away for a weekend until they can get her visa and a passport ready for her to leave the country. And it turns into essentially a battle between him and this gangster who at one point, uh, <laughs> probably the funniest part of the movie, he's dangling uh, uh, her over the edge of the building as the gangster looks on in horror. It's a very says, like Gwen Stacy moment, but she does not die. Yeah, and he's saying, okay, I'm going to kill her right now unless you, all, you and all your goons take off your pants right now. And while, while they're taking off their pants, he's lowering her down the side of the building on a rope. And then he jumps off the side of the building, and they can't get them because their pants are on their, their ankles. So this, this rough, tough gangster who's connected with politics, you know, he's, a, he's definitely a threat. He decides, I will not put my pants back on until that girl is mine, which is just a, it, it's just a very funny thing for a gangster to do. And he, you know, for the next probably hour of the movie, he's just wearing his underpants. At two hours and 40 minutes, this film is way too long. Um, and unfortunately, I, I, unlike Bombay Velvet, which we've mentioned a few times this episode, um, which was a flop, but um, not critically. Um, it was, you know, well-liked critically, but it was a commercial flop, I think is well worth seeing. This is a flop that totally deserves to be a flop. You could probably take a pass on it. Check out yeah. a couple of the music numbers online, and if you're an Arjun Kapoor completist, maybe. Yeah, you could. Um, but the the two main stars here, I think, really do have something special um, about them. So Arjun Kapoor, Kapoor his film first film was uh, Ishkazad with Perinetti Chopra. Which I think is probably the only one of his I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, it might be. Yeah. It might be. Um, yeah, we need to see that one. I wanted to watch it for this episode, but because we wanted to talk about Sonokashi, uh, we went with this one instead. But he's um, also in Gunde, which you recommended on our very first episode. He is also in Gunde and Two States, opposite Ali Abat, and uh, Finding Fanny, where he is opposite uh, Topeka Padukone. Um He's the son of uh, Bonnie Kapoor, who uh, produced Tevar, um, which makes him the nephew of Anil Kapoor. Um, and I think this is very much, Bonnie Kapoor, um, probably his most, uh, famous film is, uh, Mr. India. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's worked a lot with Salman Khan. And to me, this film feels very much like Arjun Kapoor trying to pay homage and do Salman Khan. He, um, he does have a, uh, in every movie that I've seen, apart from two states, he does have kind of a fun jock kind of like. Yeah, I'm a tough guy. Everyone likes me. I'm good at sports, that kind of thing. Gunde, his sport is stealing coal from coal trains <laughs> and beating the crap out of people. But he does have kind of a fun, like, bro-y type guy, like a Salmon. In Two States, he plays a really kind of intellectual engineer type guy. Two States is well, is well worth saying. Um, it's a it's a romance about... Um, a North Indian Alia. and a South Indian. Yeah, it's with Ali Abad and uh, Arjun Kapoor, and he plays a... Uh, Punjabi boy who falls in love with a uh, Chennai girl. A Chennai girl, and 
you know, they fall in love at school and they have a very kind of modern romance again, you know, premarital sex. And then they have to go back after school to their respective families and they decide to get married. And it's about the culture clash and having to convince their families. And it's based on a novel of uh, the author's own experiences about his own kind of marriage. And it's really, it's quite, it's quite good. And it's, it's entertaining, but also I think very heartfelt. And Arjun Kapoor is part of that. I think Arjun Kapoor has more depth. He's got than a heart. This. You're right. He, he he's got heart. He does, and he has far more depth than this role that he's given in Tabar, which is very much just kind of like this action good guy thing. Um, and I, he, he, unfortunately, he just like he doesn't come alive in it whatsoever. It's just, it's very flat, and I don't necessarily think that's his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's extremely likable. He also, it's worth saying, um, has a very popular bromance with Ranbir Singh. Um, which we start with in Gunde. And we start with in Gunde, but yeah. also like you see that off screen as well. So they did this, um, uh, this roast to, you know, Karen Johar that made like controversial and made huge waves in India for kind of, uh, being a bit uh, off color, a little racy. Um, very racy. And uh, he also hosted awards ceremonies with Ranveer Singh. Like the two of them combined, and they're on copy with. You Karan know, he's kind of like he's kind of like a Chris Pratt. He is. He's yeah. kind of a lovable doofus. He, well, yeah, he he is. Um, I really Chris Pratt post Guardians of the Galaxy when he's super buff. By the way, yeah, I really like him. And I think it's too bad that Tabar is kind of uh, as awful as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some of his films are well worth seeing. And I think his character in Finding Fanny is also, like, again, has a lot of heart. He um, And Ranveer Singh shows up in that film as well in the most amazing friendly I've ever seen. Don't ruin it, but it's pretty good. I won't ruin it. Um, but, you know, he and Topeka Padukone in that film were childhood friends and... Unfortunately, he didn't really kind of show how much he loved her. And then they uh, have to get through that on this uh, wacky road trip. It's a really, it's a really interesting, it's very like quirky indie type film. Quirky old people. Yeah, really great they're movie. The two young pe- um, they're the two young people on a road trip with some fun olds. And again, I think Arjun Kapoor does brooding really well. Like, I, I really like him and, you know, once he gets our... Once he gets really mad in uh, Gunde and uh, decides yeah, that, that coal will not be as black as my heart, is, uh, it's pretty good. Also, talk about workout goals. Um, I saw some pictures of Arjun Kapoor before he decided to become an actor, and that man has worked very hard for that physique, and he looks great. Looks cool. absolutely great. Um, so, Sonakashi Sina, our last actor to uh, discuss today, her first, first film was Dabang, which is unbelievably successful. And do you know why it was unbelievably successful, Matt? Because of Akshay Kumar. No. No? Because of Salman Khan. Oh, damn it. Right. <laughs> Akshay right. Kumar is not in it. She has, however, starred in several films opposite Akshay Kumar, including uh, Radhi Rathbore, um once Icon a time in Mumbai, Dubara 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, I think Dubara is the two. Once Icon a time in Mumbai, Dubara. Um, and Holiday a Soldier is Never Off Duty. That one looks okay. Maybe we should watch that one. Sure. Listeners, was, let us know. Is Holiday worth it? <laughs> she was also in um, Son of Sadar, opposite Ajay Devgan, and Dabang 2, opposite Salman Khan, of course. And uh, a film, you know, I continue to mention Lutera, opposite. Ranbir Singh. Mm-hmm. She won the Film for Award for Best Female Debut for Dibang. 
Um, and for the most part has done a lot of films opposite major action stars. So she's been the love of interest. With the exception of Lutero, which is a very kind of intense and dramatic role. role. It's an adaptation of an O. Henry story, The Last Leaf. Um, I just think she is mesmerizing. And I hope that she gets more roles where she's not playing the love interest um, as we see in Tabar and Tabang and all these other films um, but where she is kind of much more um, a feature lead like you see in Lutera. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch Lutera because I didn't you know, I didn't see that one but uh, yeah, Tabar, I, I didn't really see anything amazing in her. She seemed fine so I'm going to have to explore her filmography to understand exactly what the big deal is. She's She's got quite a sassy personality off screen too. Uh, I think, I think she'll be, she'll continue to kind of be big. And I think, you know, like your first debut film, having the opportunity to star opposite Salman Khan, like that's a huge yeah. opportunity and she's really made the most of it. Yeah. You got to go for that. So that brings us to the end of our episode. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening to us discuss all these different actors and a lot of film recommendations. What was uh, What's the number one film you'd recommend of the four that we discussed today, Matt? I would definitely go for Bang Bajah Barat. Yeah. Me too. But I also, you know, Shadazi Romance, it's, uh, it's my jam, so I yeah. gotta defend it. You can check both of them out. I, yeah, like I said, I'm not huge on Shadazi Romance, but I would definitely not tell someone to not watch it. And who is uh, your favorite actor out of all of them that we've discussed today? Uh, definitely Ranveer Singh. Ranveer he's Singh, pretty yeah. great, but uh, I'd also put in for uh, Sushant Raj, but he's pretty... He's, a, he's, a, yes. he's, he's like an actor's actor. He is! I think he's great. Um, so, we, I would also say Ranveer Singh, and also Anishka Sharma. <laughs> yeah. I love them. And I love them together. So... We will be back in two weeks with our big Halloween episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about some spooky Bollywood movies. Yes, so we've picked uh, three horror films that we are going to discuss. And they are Boot, which is a ghost film. Go Go A Gone, which is a zombie comedy. And Ekthi Diane, which is about witches. So uh, stay tuned for our Supernatural episode in two weeks. And in the meantime, how can people keep up with the show, Matt? Well, we've got a Twitter uh, Twitter handle, at BollywoodPod. And you can also follow both Aaron and I and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S. Well, Aaron, you're at... Aaron E. Fraser, E-R-N-E-F-R-A-S-E-R. We have a Tumblr for the show, BollywoodIsForLovers.tumblr.com. And... Yeah, just Facebook. just look it up on Facebook. Uh, Bollywood is for lovers. Uh, you can also rate and review the show on iTunes. We would really appreciate that. Or on Stitcher, where the show is also available. We will be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Bye.